Do you think you're going to cough as much as me? <laughs> I think we actually might be even on this one. <laughs> I did talk about in my... Have you listened to my intro episode yet? I have not. All right. Well, I do... do I did... Oh, Jesus. I give a disclaimer that I like clear my throat and cough a lot, but I think you do it equally as much as me. Is it, is it maybe like a chronic sinusitis issue? I think right now it is, but I think my media <laughs> training will take over and I'll be able to overcome it during our talk. All right. Well, you have a humble brag 25 seconds into this. <laughs> All right. Over, oh, over I'm, under. I have me- media training. So over under. Remind everybody. On the humble brags. Shut up. So you told me, okay, do you remember when I told you, first of all, hi, Tabor. Hello, Haley. Do you find me making you be on my um, new podcast to be more or less intrusive than me filming you on Instagram without your consent? Like, would you rather do this? Uh, <laughs> this requires way more effort than being stalked <laughs> by your Instagram. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I told you, like, probably about a year ago that I really wanted to do this. And I remember my earliest my earliest memory of your commentary on this is that you said, I have to be okay with the first few episodes being bad. Did your opinion on that change knowing that you were the second episode? No. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think I'm going to get asked back on like episode eight. (laughs) Okay. That's my first question. My second question is you've also been telling me for about five years that I really need a hobby. Does this count? Um, Typically the hobby I was imagining was one you could do by yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So this being the second episode and I'm already guest starring. Not isn't only, in, isn't okay. exactly what I imagined. Okay, but not only are you guest starring, I'm also utilizing your... I feel like calling this a desk space or an office is a stretch. You've set up a card table in the middle of the living room, but I do get to occupy it for... I don't know. Oh, that's an annoying sound. What What is that? They can't hear it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Um, so... I have, I, I'm asking this for a purpose because Carl, when we decided to do this, Carl, again, shout out to Carl, who's, I think we can use the word producing this. This is his, really, this is his show. Okay. I'm just the talent. Okay. My point is he sent me a mic and when he listened to the first episode, cause reminder, he did, you haven't, when he listened to the first episode, he was like, it's occurring to me that I sent you the equivalent of like a cardboard box for a microphone. Tabor has a Maserati. <laughs> <laughs> I do have. Because Carl sent me a mic and everything. And then once he listened to the audio, I said, hey, by the way, I'm not using the mic you sent me because I'm in California. And he was like, well, I feel like a dumbass for even sending you a mic because Tabor spends an absurd amount of money on audio equipment, which, by the way, is strictly for doing what? Playing Dungeons and Dragons. Well, it's not strictly for that. I bought it when I was trying to launch my streaming career way back when. Um, And I also justified this purchase by knowing I use voice chat a lot. So this microphone gets quite a bit of use. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) But that also, you know, I was kind of like, I don't know, clammy when I told you that I wanted to do this because I was embarrassed because it's like, you know, the millennial trope of everybody has a podcast. But then it occurred to me, if you can film yourself opening Pokemon cards and putting that on the internet, I'm allowed to have a podcast. I'm really glad <laughs> my childhood hobby has translated re- into adulthood in a way you could not have imagined. I'm glad that's what gave you confidence. Was your 28 <laughs> year old NFL playing 
husband and father opening Pokemon children's card games. I'm I'm glad that gave you the confidence well, to yeah, do your own it's podcast. It's kind of one of those things. It's like okay, if he could do it, I could do it. But I do want to be clear, I will not at any point be opening Pokemon cards. Um, so we are acknowledging that this does have count as a hobby. Do you remember the other day in the car when you said that you would pay Garrett to be a guest on this? I do. Okay. I just want to circle back to that and clarify that you essentially said you were going to start paying people to hang out with me. Well, you know, <laughs> we've got to get this hobby off the ground, I guess. Every good hobby I'm involved in costs some money. Okay, whatever. I'm going to give... I want to give... Me- that was Tabor snapping at Hogan. It's okay. It's okay. We we already acknowledged, we went over some disclaimers that the dog's going to whine and bark and the baby's going to cry. It's okay. Everybody's going to get used to it. I don't think he likes people talking when it's not directed at him. That's a pretty good point. He's also very stressed. In the rental house, he just kind of paces around. Actually, this is a good point because I actually, so I have a little outline that I do keep glancing at. Um First of I, all, I'm sorry. I am trying not to look at her notes, but the one bullet point I saw said bitch about rental furniture Tabor, that was a phenomenal segue because that was what i was about to say i have an outline and i'm probably not going to look at it look at it at all however i do have a bullet point that to strictly strictly to remind myself to bitch about the rental furniture we live in an airbnb actually i'm gonna back up Tabor, do you want to give like a little brief synopsis of our current environment so like a rundown, maybe as most people who are listening to this podcast will know, I do play for the San Francisco 49ers and we live in Michigan um, most of the year. That's where home base is. And this is probably the most inconvenient place to live, um, which is very frustrating because of how much I love the franchise. But um, that requires us to uh, now with a little one here, it requires us to have a bigger space. And so an apartment wouldn't, wouldn't cut it because I need to have Hogan here and he needs something of a yard. He has like a little fenced in patio out back, but, um, yeah, pickings are slim out here uh, for okay, many no, reasons. Pickings are large if you're willing to pay 12 grand a month in rent, which I am not. Correct. Okay. So the point is we live in an Airbnb that is, to put it lightly, dreadfully. He just coughed. That's, you get one. I'm at zero so far, I think. It's dreadfully decorated. Have you gotten over it? Like, do you even notice it anymore? I just worry. Basically, I say this because I worry that people who watch my Instagram stories, like, think that we still own a futon. (laughs) The futon is egregious. (laughs) I'll tell you the. The one thing that does bother me is that because this is an Airbnb, they have actual eight by 11 pieces of printer paper with instructions taped to the walls everywhere. And I'm terrified to take them down. Well, I've stopped noticing them. I didn't notice it until Taylor was here yesterday. And she was like, oh my God, the instructions are hilarious. I was like, what are you talking about? Like I genuinely stopped noticing them. So yeah, we have the whole Airbnb thing going on. We are also sharing a car. He's shaking his head. Okay, so we're currently sharing a car. Are you surprised that I have not injured the car yet? Um, no, I'm not surprised. I don't I don't think well. You took care of your BMW when you had it. Did it have I mean, I'm sure it had scratches and things. I would say dings. take care of is a strong statement. Okay. Well, other than that, the GMC is a mess. I think that has like one <laughs> big scratch on the side, another big scratch by the gas tank, two dents in the back and one dent on the side. So, uh, yeah, I got, I was going to give you the benefit of the doubt, but now that I laid it all out there, yeah, I am impressed that you haven't, um, 
totaled it yet. But. Total. Okay. Total. Total. No. Dinged. There could be a ding. There, for sure. There could be a ding that I haven't seen. I'm not going to say I haven't scratched the underneath of it at all, but like nothing to the point of where anybody's going to notice or you would even really pay attention. The front I've heard, end, I've heard the, something. The front end is low. It happens from time to time. Okay. That's but there fair. are techniques that you could learn to help you. We've been doing this for almost 10 minutes and we haven't talked about the baby yet. I mentioned we had we had to navigate to so, find the apartment. Sure. Or the house. So we're parents now, which is pretty absurd when I think about it most of the time I I mean I think about this most of the day like all day every day is the annoying things that people tell you try to warn you about parenting that you just like I don't know one of the many hills I die on is like you can do it however you want but with that what's the most annoying thing someone has told you about like parenting even when I was pregnant I have a really bad icky feeling whenever I hear people say girl dad oh yeah like you hate that to me it makes it sound like guys need some special skill, like need to be specially equipped to raise girls when I think that's just ridiculous. I don't know if it's a, an effort thing or getting in touch with your feelings, a scary thing, but I, I don't know. It just kind of irks me whenever it's like, Oh girl, dad, like you have to have like some special qualification to, to successfully raise a female in this world. That actually reminds me cause it's like unrelated, but kind of related. You get 30 seconds to bitch about, um, tactical baby gear. Go. Oh, tactical. Everybody's seen like the tactical stuff of like people who were Will never you explain in the- what you mean, because I think a lot of like people might not know what you're talking about. Uh, tactical is <laughs> clothing and, and, and like equipment that looks like it's military issued. Um, like it has a bunch of Velcro on it to stick like cool patches with like the Punisher skull and like really cringe military-esque Basically gear. Basically because for- you feel like guys are like, oh, uh, like having a baby is like makes you less of a man. Yeah. Right? So the tactical baby gear, it's like camo diaper bags with like like velcro for patches so you can put like a punisher skull a pink punisher skull on your daughter's diaper bag okay okay um by the way if the audio sounds really weird it's because we're sharing a mic Tabor. how much is that pissing you off that we're sharing a mic i don't think it's gonna sound that bad really okay all right whatever i'm gonna move on by the way i asked you that like what your most annoying like the most annoying thing people have said to you strictly because i wanted to talk about mine which like shouldn't be surprising to anybody Mine is men who get extra credit for simply parenting their child. I'll give you an example. Someone, I'm going to be very vague about this. Someone said to me that they couldn't do something, a man, that they couldn't do something because they had to watch their child. And it took every ounce of feminine energy in me to not correct him and say, I'm sorry, no, you don't have to watch or babysit your two-year-old. You have to simply act as their second parent, which is your job. And that is really annoying to me. Do you have any feedback about that? Are you talking about me? No, I'm not talking about you. No, you've, you know, you don't, I don't think I've ever heard you say that, but it is just something <laughs> that I pay not more. not to you. But I, shut up. Oh my God, Tamar. Okay. Well, now that I'm saying it out loud and putting it out into the ether, you have to stop saying that. Jesus. All right. I'm going to move on. This was supposed to be like a little intro and I got very tangential. So the goal of the podcast is that like, I will spend a pretty good amount of time talking about pop culture and reality tv however i don't know when this is going to come out and i don't want it to like not make sense in real time um so i'm skipping over the pop culture piece however you get one reality we're having like one reality tv small conversation because i learned today that howard stern watches um real housewives beverly hills and that is also your favorite franchise is it not 
if I had to pick one, well, oh. the <laughs> widest amount of knowledge would widest? definitely widest, like okay. the the vastness of knowledge sure. is directed towards Be- Beverly Hills. Well, I think in like simple terms, you just know the most of their names. I mean, I know most of their inner like inner politics. Like Garcelle doesn't get along with Sutton. Uh, Lisa Renna's and everybody's shit. Sure. Uh, I was going to call her Juicy J. What the hell is her name? <laughs> Erica Jane. Erica Jane. <laughs> I don't know why. I think her persona kind of ju- Juicy Juicy Jane sounds pretty good, though. That She might use that for another say, stick. Do you want to DM her that? Well, when she completely gets screwed over by her Girardi's lawsuit, she might need a, a label change, a new... Uh, facelift to her career okay that's fair that's good um, and kyle's the hottest one of them all all right well that answers my next question because i had two questions about Beverly hills and then we're going to move on from reality tv one is is kyle richards your hall pass kyle out of all those girls yeah kyle but just in be. general in life is she your hall pass no i would use it on somebody better than that all right well i hope She's kyle hot, richards though. i hope kyle richards doesn't ever listen to this i do have a mary fuck kill okay ready kyle Dorit reno uh, Dorit's the blonde one. I know who Dorit is. Oh, kill Dorit. Really? Yeah, I'd no marry way. Kyle and I'd. Lisa's crazy. Okay. <laughs> Enough <And> said. <laughs> that wraps up our reality TV segment. All right. So you do a, you do a lot of podcasts, actually. I listen to most of them. You listen, yeah. There's like podcasts that like my friends on Twitch have had me on that like. Well, I would you, never know how to find yeah, them. Well, yeah. But you once wouldn't you share care. about football, I listen to you. Yeah. And I do think you do a really good job, but people only ask you about football stuff. So I would like to go out of my way and not talk about football at all or ask you literally anything about football. However, give people like a synopsis of your job and a brief timeline because I do think it's moderately interesting. Brief. It's impossible to do it briefly, but I started long snapping in eighth grade, started taking it seriously in 10th. Okay, I didn't a... really mean that. I just meant like, what did you do after college? Oh, like I how sat we on my, to this point. Okay, I sat on my couch for the first season that I was out of college for. Nobody called me. And okay. then <clears throat> signed a deal with the Packers. They cut me three weeks into OTAs. They signed me back week four of 2017 season. Four weeks later, went on my bye week, started dating Haley uh, during my bye week. And my very first practice back from Haley and I's newfound love and relationship, I broke my foot. <laughs> <laughs> and then... I set out 2018. We moved in together 2018. And then Giants, Dolphins, COVID, cut by the Dolphins, signed by Niners in September 2020. And then when you were in San Francisco, I was still in Miami because we had moved to Miami. We had what? Sorry. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. So when I was in Miami, um, like he had gone, we spent all of COVID together, which was a time. Hellacious. Stop, Tabor. It sucked for everybody. It did, but like you don't have to. Okay, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. We got better. We turned it around. Obviously, I wasn't even talking about where our relationship was <laughs> okay. at. Was, oh, okay. Well, God. all right. What? Jesus. Okay. Well, COVID <laughs> wasn't great for anybody, but we made it through. But we were both unemployed. Lit. It was just not a great situation. However. Things turned around. Hi, Howie. Things turned around. He went to San Francisco. I was still living in Miami, and we were like, what the fuck do we do with this house? So we listed our house. I threw Scout, our other dog, in the car, drove to Michigan, was living with my mom. 
we sold the house in Miami. Neither of us really had any direction other than the fact that, thank God, we were both employed again. Um, and I said, I need a home base. I need somewhere to live. I looked at one single house in Dexter, which is a random suburb of Ann Arbor. And I called you and I said, what? I said, um, I'm putting an offer on this house. This is where I live now. So if you'd like to, if you'd like to join me, this is now where we live. And it has turned out to be the best decision of our life. Would you agree? That was, yeah, definitely as far as like big moves like you didn't see the house until i think the day we closed well or maybe the physically week well i so they took me on a facetime tour while i was stuck in arizona uh finishing the 2020 season like in covid quarantine lockdown so i got a iphone tour and i'm like babe like please just go look at like two other houses and i said this no is, this is the one rule that everyone talks about never buy the first house you see and I said, no, I literally looked at this one house. We put an offer, I think, did like you, a couple days later. No. Did you drive past a couple other ones? No, I literally, no, because I knew where they were. They yeah. were like in Celine and I was like, I don't want to live here. And so I, and it's turned out to be the best decision of all time. Yeah. I love our house. So yeah, now he stayed with 49ers. This is your third season with them. Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, before I move on from football, they're like, one thing I do want to talk about because I don't think you ever really talk about it. Tabor's on the social justice committee. Is that what it's called? Yep. Um, will you talk about that for a second? Because I think it's really cool. Uh, and it shows a little Niners, bit. Sorry. You don't need to adjust it. Um, the Niners have a social justice committee. And basically, I think we get a quarter million dollars a year from um, our owner, Judd York. And his family. Um, to And we get to hear, I think it's close to 15 pitches from different um, social justice organizations, bodies of work. Um, They pitch their projects to us, what they need the money for, how long it'll last them and how much impact they can make on the community in the Bay area. Uh, And we vote. And I think, you know, sometimes if it's a really good idea and they require a certain amount of funding, you know, sometimes, one group gets a hundred thousand and then sometimes, you know, five groups get 50 and it's kind of divvied up in different ways based on, uh, the level of impact that we feel it can make on the community. Yeah. I think it's really awesome. And I just think it's one of those things that you don't talk about a lot. And it's one of my favorite things that you've gotten really involved in. And I don't know, I think it's one of the things that we've probably, I feel definitely the most supported in because I think in the last few years, it definitely could take people's relation, like with all like the social activism that's happened. I feel like it could take people in relationship like further away. If you start to notice you disagree on things, but I think it's something that we've definitely bonded over, which is amazing. Like I remember in COVID, this was very, I don't know. I think about it a lot that like the week that George Floyd was murdered, it was my birthday, like a few days after. And that's when shit was popping up off all over the country and I was so upset, like couldn't stop crying. And you came home with poster board and markers and you said, write something down. Let's, let's get in the car and let's drive around and find somewhere to protest. And we did. And it was incredible. So anyway, you just do sweet things like that. And it's wonderful. And I love that we share the passion for social change and advocacy. However, I do want to circle back to an argument that we had in the car. I was about to say that was probably <laughs> the only time you didn't yell at me for leaving the house during COVID. Oh, my God. He would not stop leaving the fucking house. I'm like, do you understand? But it's because, like, you couldn't stop doing the Zoomies around Whole Foods. And I'm like, at one point, like, you would, like, the more you went to Whole Foods, 
the more I spiraled because that's when like Heather told me we had to start like wiping down the groceries. <laughs> Which that like was, looking that back, that was actually I mean, the most absurd thing about COVID. Is that we were doing that? Nobody wants to hear about. COVID. Oh, okay, she whatever. was so bad about washing the groceries. Me? Yes. Well, it's because Heather started. Okay, but no, we nobody wants to talk about COVID. Okay, I do want to circle back to an argument. Um, no, I would say a conversation that you were just being way overly argumentative about. Um, you get another thirty seconds to talk about why you hate political memes. Oh, oh, well. Okay, Haley, <laughs> Haley posted this, I guess, political meme. <clears throat> that just didn't it wasn't rhetorically sound in its point i know the point it was trying to make but it just wasn't right and i think but you have an interesting point about why you thought it was like so like so not tone deaf you just thought it was stupid and i think you have an interesting point that probably if it's not completely sound an argument in the 15 words in that sentence that you need to make it a meme like if it's not fundamentally sound and can't be picked apart then it's fine to share it but if it wasn't like completely logically following through the whole meme i don't want to give that type of ammunition to like people who are conservatives so that's exactly what i was trying to get at like you had a good point of like conservatives will take that and use it yeah it's like if if everything you post is sound and it's logic then they can't take anything and point at it and just think about what you post Okay, we can stop talking about politics because you're probably getting a little swirly. <laughs> um, something that I think you and I talk about all the time randomly, I need to work on my transitions, but uh, this is only the second episode. Practice, well, practice, practice. Okay, right. Something we talk about a lot is, so my best friend Matt has really become like Tabor. I mean, Tabor's best friend as well. They have gone into business together. They bought a house one time without telling me. It was a whole situation. That's not true. Um, It's kind of true. It's not true. There was a price limit that you held me to. You were involved in the entire okay, process. We can, maybe we can get into that the second time you're on the podcast. Um, if you ever agree to do this again. Anyway, my point is we talk a lot about Matt's speech at our wedding because it was hysterical. But he had a statement that you repeat often is that he, he never thought that I would fall in love with someone who, what did he say? Um, a fashion a, forward long snapper with an affinity for t- training German shepherds. Do you feel like you use your style as like in a way to express this creative side to yourself? Or when did that really start? That is a head spinning transition. <laughs> I know. Well, no, because I'm t- I told you I need to work on my transitions, but I just could tell you were over talking about politics. So I moved on. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's the easiest way to express yourself other than like, I guess, dyeing your hair. But I, even that goes into your appearance the same way clothes would. So I like it. I like the way it makes me feel. I probably spend too much. I do spend too much money on clothes, but um, I have a lot of fun with it. So I don't really. Care. And I like the way it makes me feel when I wear them. So does it bother you that I dress like Jane Goodall? She thinks she looks like Jane Goodall the way she dresses. I think it's sophisticated. Thank you. Yes. And I think it's. I think it's cool when two people in a relationship have like kind of a different style. I get the draw towards like matching aesthetics, but I think it's also cool when each person can express themselves. That's what it comes down to. That's literally full circle. Great. Like that's just how you want to express yourself. So that's cool too. Okay. Another part of Matt's speech, I'm going to tell him that he also has to listen to this because he's getting so many shout outs, um, specifically his creativity and speech writing. Um, he talked a lot about our dumb fights and you thought it was really good. Like it was really like, if you're going to talk about, 
people fighting in their wedding, like in the speech of their wedding, it has to be like very clever. And he did it well because he has a great point that we don't really fight about important things or like anything above like a, I would say like a five on a scale of like one to 10 of being actually important. But we do fight about absurd things. For instance, the longest time I've given you the silent treatment was over the whole American Express rewards points thing. Tabor opened a Delta. Okay. Long story short, I'd been trying to get Tabor to open a Delta Sky Miles American Express for like two years because I wanted the referral points because you got like 20,000 bonus miles or something. Anyway, again, long story short, he was at the airport, randomly texted me like, oh, I just opened a Sky Miles credit card because it got me into the Sky Club for free and I didn't talk to him for three days. Fort what do you Lauder- mean that's not true? Fort Lauderdale Airport didn't have a Sky Club lounge. That's not true. Okay. All right. Well, then it, it got you to sit there for th- whatever. I'll tell you what happened. Okay. okay. I right. was raised. I was raised in the Dave Ramsey method of like having no debt. They paid off all their credit cards. I was just raised to hate credit, <laughs> but I was um, 25 years old with a job. No reason I should be afraid of a, opening a new credit card with a I think my limit was like two grand when I first opened it. So I really, at that point had no reason to be afraid of it, but all the times that she was asking me to get it, my knee jerk reaction was to just, I can't be pressured into it. Like I'm not going to be peer pressured into it just because you get points. So uh, I assume she hadn't bugged me about it for a while. And I was flying home from Fort Lauderdale, right? Was that like a bye week or something? I can't remember, but um, yeah, man, I just walked past that kiosk and that lady just, she looped she me had, in. No, she yeah. just roped me in. She was so charming and I blinked and I had a credit card <laughs> on its way. And the important part of the story that I have not gotten to yet is the reason why this was such a big deal is that I was 5,000 points away from like jumping statuses, which like Delta status is a very important thing in our family. It's douchey. I get it. However, it makes a big difference. Whatever. I was only 5,000 points away from that. And this referral thing, if he would have given my code, it would have gotten me that. It was a big deal. Whatever. Anyway, my point is, do you have a new favorite um, dumb fight of ours? Because I have a new favorite one. Do you remember the whole nursery wall hanging fiasco? See, I don't think this is a dumb fight. I actually, <laughs> I don't know if you listened to the podcast that Robbie and I recorded last week with our Niners people, but I did not. We literally, <laughs> we literally went over this fight. Okay. And funny enough, Robbie and his wife have the exact same policy now. She does the wall hanging in the house. So we were putting the nursery together for the baby, and it's I'm very like I would say my like biggest honestly probably one of the only things I'm like passionate about like genuinely interested in have always been interested in is interior design and like home decor and all that shit and so I put a lot of effort into the nursery and I had this heavy ass mirror that needed to be hung and I said hey Tabor can you hang this mirror but because I love home decor and I change shit in our house constantly I'm actually like know how to use power tools and I hang shit all the time however there was something about this mirror that like either it was like really heavy or something I had. I asked him to hang it. He said he didn't know how because it needed like the anchors. I did the first one and I was like, look, it's not that hard. And then I just walked she, away. She just left the room. <laughs> 
and then he did the second one and like royally fucked it up. I, and then he I got so it mad. Straight he into the drywall. We, we like we like lost it in the wall. It was a whole thing. And then he freaked out and he was like, "I hate when you make me do shit like this. It makes me nervous." And I'm like, "Okay." Because I'm not good at it. Okay, but I, my internalized like toxic masculinity tells me you'll do it better because you're a man. And we learned that day that that is not true. I don't want it to be true. <laughs> Cause I hate doing that shit yeah, cause know, I'm bad I, at it. All right. Well, I just, it taught us something that you, I don't know. It ta- you guys, he has his phone open right now. Is this on the Delta app? Can you focus please? What well, are you doing? Well, you were talking about your status and so I now you to want to see, see what where, it is? where I was. Nobody at. cares about your statuses. Close I'm, the app. Um, again, I have to work on my transitions, but whatever. I have a couple of Woody Rathers for you. Are you ready? Shoot. Okay. This is why I asked Matt for the Woody Rather last night that I gave you, but I can't say it on the podcast. The one about whether you'd rather be a grad assistant. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't, I can't say it though. Cause it's not, I can't say it. Okay. Um, go on a five star. Okay. Vacation to a five star resort in the Bahamas or to the Greenbrier. Five star in the Bahamas. <laughs> Dave is obsessed with the green. What is the Greenbrier? It's in so where? West it's Virginia? in West Virginia. Um, what's your obsession with the green bar? I don't even know the full history of it. Your mom knows it better than I do. I think it used to be like a bunker where the president would go or something like He's that. He's obsessed. It's just like an old colonial like inn. It's like an old, not an inn. It's like a, so people in Michigan know the grand hotel. This is basically the grand hotel, but in the mountains of West Virginia, it's super, super cool. I get enamored. I get enamored with like just like belong on a horse or something. Like walking around, walking around the inside of the hotel. It just has like the oldest like decorations. Like I wish there was like history on each one. Like I don't know something about it. I now that you've talked about it, are you changing your answer? Are you sure you don't? No, I would still. You still go to the Bahamas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's shocking to me though because you hate sand. Yeah, but it's the entire time we lived in Miami. I mean, I could go the entire time we lived in Miami. I would say we lived there for like fourteen months generously. You went to the beach one time. I'll tell you this. If you could tell me and like guarantee there were going to be waves like that I could like boogie board on, I would go. Mm. All right. Moving on. Second, would you rather, would you rather do a two week vacation in Italy or two weeks of uninterrupted driveway drinking with a guarantee that Tony would hang out with you every single day? (laughs) I don't know if my body could handle two weeks straight of driveway drinking. Our favorite thing to do is sit in our driveway and just drink with our neighbors. As I told you, living, moving into the house in Dexter is the best thing that's ever happened to us because we like live on fraternity row. You started to identify as a 55-year-old. Would you agree? <coughs> I think it's so funny because <laughs> one of my best friends in the neighborhood is older than my dad is. I know. And we, we're saying. like boys. Like We work out together. And I like, know. Okay. So what would, you, what would you rather? I feel like uh, guaranteed Tony can hang out with you every day. That's awesome, but I just never—I've never been to Italy before. It's nothing against Tony. <laughs> you know I love you, Tony, but I would like to go to Italy for two okay. weeks. So all right, I try to think of other Woody Rathers, but that's as far as I got. I mean, we these really... are good ones. Like I know, I really like the other options. Okay. It's just I don't know. Two weeks is a really long time. You and I have a really hard time on vacation, not because we don't love spending time with each other. We love spending time with each other. We actually say every time we go on vacation, we're like, "Why the hell do we not go on more vacations?" However, we have a four-night limit. And it's About. not because it's not well, because we get sick of each other. It's because we just get tired. Well, we were at Disney the last time, and the other time has just been so long ago. I the know. only like I consider it a vacation when you have to 
fly. For sure. Like we've never like I I drove you down to Alabama so I could go to Florida. That does not but that, count. That's not a vacation. No, that does not count. That you were basically dropping <laughs> me off do, at, at Carl's house. You were dropping me off at Lindsay and Carl's. Here's this. We could do more than four days if on the fifth day we both agree that it's like we just sleep and never leave the room. Yeah. I think we but just then, don't have that much stamina. I think we would feel bad about quote unquote wasting a day. But I, I don't think that's a waste. Like Heather and Matt went to Jamaica for their honeymoon and they came home two days early. And I was like, I could not understand that more. I totally get it. I get it, but I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to. But maybe I don't know, maybe you just want to get home that bad. I just remember when we went to Florida, we were supposed to leave our we had like an eight PM flight because we wanted to have like the whole day and then early that morning you're like, Do you want to just go to the airport? I was like, I would love to go to the airport. We were I just mean, kinda it was, over it. It was still useful to leave that way. Because then we got drunk at the Sky Club. It was so yep, fun. Yep, yep. <laughs> Sky Club Goblin. <laughs> um, okay, I have a couple other um I won't call them games, but just like, you know, Really time to pick your brain. I would like you to rank. Oh, actually, you know what? Before I talk about this, um, what are a couple non-football things that you want people to know about you? I have one. You want me to go first? Sure. I have like, there, I have two nice things. Um, you're incredibly generous. You're a huge tipper. And no, you're very generous. For example, when Heather started teaching, like you made sure that she had a full library of books when she first started. Do you remember that? Yeah, she, I gave she her She talks like- about that a lot. A couple hundred bucks in Barnes and Noble gift cards. I know it was really nice. So, what are two things, two non-football things that you wish people knew about you? You have, please don't talk about Pokemon. Actually, on that note, speaking of Heather, when this whole like Pokemon card opening thing on the internet started, she texted me. She said, "Do you know that our husbands have been on the phone for an hour talking about trading cards?" I said, "No, I don't. Tell me more, please." It's hard to explain. <laughs> I don't want you to explain it. I want you to tell me two things that have nothing to do with football or Pokemon. I really, really, really want to compete um, in Schutzend, which is like the dog sport that I have Hogan trained for. And it's like, so he got Hogan to do like this sport, right? Yeah. So we wanted a dog. Um, Haley's dad had Hogan one. And so I started looking up German Shepherds and I was learning all about them. And anyone who knows me knows I get obsessive over things sometimes, a lot of times. Um, I imported him from the Czech Republic. Right, because during the global pandemic, we were uh, May, what? I don't know, end of May. We were at the cargo unit of Miami-Dade Airport retrieving a dog from Europe. Yeah, he got shipped in a box. He went from the Czech Republic to France to Miami. You know, Oh, he's so fancy. Okay. Um, last little uh, quizlet I'm giving you. You have to rank the annoying things, the four annoying things I do from one to ten. One being like you barely think about it. Ten being it's like you genuinely question why you choose to be married to me. Okay. Number one, I'm giving you an easy one. Leaving plates on the counter and not rinsing them off or just cluttering the kitchen island in general. That's like a – the plate thing is like a heavy six, hard six. <laughs> okay. And I'm actually treating 10 like I'm asking for a divorce. Okay. Like that, it, six doesn't sound high, but Tabor when there's, f- well, hold on, when tip- there's, okay. when there's like four sixes sitting around every day and it just accumulates and like you do it, you clean well, it. it's 24. You, <laughs> I hate you. So I'll clean it, I'll clean it, I'll clean it. And then just one day I'll be like, you know what? F this. And instead of throwing it away and cleaning it, I just stack it in one corner 
and eventually she realizes where all of her shit is. You also have a couple like neuroatypicalities where like you can't do anything if one thing isn't done, for instance. Like Tabor can't function if the kitchen island is not spotless. Like I'm talking if there's like a bobby pin, you're like, can you clean that up? I'm like, or you could just move it. I think it's a thing. I think that's an ADD thing because we need it to be orderly. But if we make it messy, it doesn't count because we know where everything is. Um, Cause we like put it there. So in, in that case, it wouldn't be a mess because I put it in this spot. So this is where it's meant to be now hmm. for the time being okay. until I clean up the area. Okay. I think we should unpack that a little bit later. Second, the fact that I don't read directions on anything and I just guess how things are put together. That's, that's a six or a seven. And I'm only saying seven because like, it's only so often that you open something you need instructions for. It did happen yesterday with the diaper I was genie. going to get to that. Like <laughs> she's like grabbing all the pieces, slamming them together and like mouthing like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the, how the fuck does this work? What the fuck? And I'm like, aren't those the directions right there? And she's like, they don't make any sense. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I grab it. It is crystal, crystal clear. There were no words. That's how crystal clear the pictures were. I swear to God. Okay, number three. (laughs) Not setting the timer on the oven and also just guessing how long something will take to cook. I think that's a thing that I think (laughs) is unfathomable because my ADD brain, like, I have to have an alarm. Because you'll forget. I will absolutely forget. I hate it. Uh, that one's that doesn't happen often, but four or five. But those fours okay. and fives and sixes weigh on you, weigh yeah. on you hard. Okay, last one, and this is pretty all-encompassing. My just, I would say, overarching refusal to learn about new technology. It doesn't happen often. But what do you mean it doesn't happen often? I feel like that one happens a lot. I mean, you've learned this program pretty quick thank you well there uh, there are random things well there are things that she could be using daily that i'm like this would help you so much and she just absolutely refuses like if it's like hold on if it's like a shortcut like a command s or a command t or command p or something like i'd be like oh you could do this and it'd be a function that she uses multiple times a day and save her like a good 10 seconds she absolutely refuses and then i'll like hand her something and she'll like do something that I've never seen on a keyboard. And I'm like, okay, well, what the hell? Do you remember last week when I asked you um, if I could get a new phone because I couldn't figure out how to update my iPhone? <laughs> I I don't remember it, but I don't doubt it at all. So Maybe I didn't clarify that that's why I wanted to get a new phone. She keeps saying her storage. Her storage. It is. My storage oh, is full. Okay. Well, then that you wouldn't be able to update if you didn't have enough storage well i eventually figured out how to update it whatever but i my storage is still out but i think that's what happens when you have a baby okay um so last thing because i'm about to wrap this up i cannot believe that we talked for 48 minutes um or i've gotten you to continue talking for 48 minutes because i did tell you this would only take a half hour of your time and you've only you're on twitter right now so i'm definitely gonna wrap this up i you get three more or I, i need three more minutes from you things i love this week right because you do you see can you look at me that i remember i started my like things Haley likes instagram account and i'm really enjoying it and so i like thinking about things that i love or things that i like so something that i like this week is dr dr becky's book have i been annoying you talking about the book so much 
Are you learning things? Okay, so actually, hold on. Start starting. Dr. Becky Kennedy is like the, people are calling her the millennial parenting whisperer. I cannot get enough of this woman's content. She's making me like she's basically reparenting me, or like that's her whole thing. Is like you kind of like reparent yourself when not that our parents did not do. I I fully believe that everybody's doing the best that they can with the tools they have at the time. Full stop. But I think there's so many things that we're learning about, like how the world's changing, that we can just do better because we know better, right? So her book is a lot about viewing children as being good inside. They're good kids who are exhibiting behaviors that's signaling something is off, right? Okay, so I've only read like 20 pages and I've highlighted half of the book. So I feel like you're learning things though. Because I read out loud. There's been like two things that were like interesting and good to learn. A lot about the re- one thing. A you, lot about emotion regulation. The thing you read today kind of seemed like common sense. Well, that's the thing, though. I think a lot of it is common sense. Right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So what's something that you love this week? I'm growing my influence in the Pokemon world. Char- okay. trading right. card game world Tabor was really great I'm making really you. good connections I know, I and I you. think I'm actually getting uh two partnerships to get discounts on cards that's a big deal okay the goal in you doing this wasn't it not about you know what I'm really proud of you, you know <laughs> I, I take it back I'm really proud of you for having a hobby right aren't you proud of me for having a hobby I, I can't wait for this to take off and you can spread your wings thanks babe do you think you'll do it again um, I need a 10 episode buffer between episodes. That's so pretty I, standard. And okay. normally it's actually longer in like real, like successful podcasts. You don't want to repeat the same guests too often. Because mm. then you, oh God, yeah, God then, forbid well, you would be labeled a co-host. A co-host. Yeah. <gasps> I would never be a co-host. Tabor. I would play sound effects if I was the co-host. Would you like ding me if I was talking too much? Like right now, for instance. Okay. I love you. Thank you for doing this. Love you. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye, everybody.